Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, a podcast that is always straight out telling you exactly how it is, holding nothing back, nothing but the truth is what we tell you. We never think anything otherwise underneath. In fact, not only on the podcast, but Everett and I just walk around in life always just blurting out exactly what we feel about everything to everybody at all times. And we're the nicest guys who are just totally outright honest. And that's just the way it is. Speaking of which, he's right here with me. It's the world, honestly, outright, the world's greatest podcasting co-host in history, Mr. Everett Farnell. We're killers, man. We're killers. A couple of killers. Yeah, well, that, too, is kind of the opposite of what I just said. <laughs> that is actually no, no, the truth. Yeah, now you don't know whether to believe us. Is that the truth, or are we telling the truth do? the Who's truth? Who's telling the truth? Who's telling the truth? Who's lying? Are we the Man, when I was a kid, I guess I'm dating myself, but I remember that TV show, To Tell the Truth. The, I forget uh, what it was I, all I, about, uh, but it had some celebrities trying to guess who somebody is. Yeah, it, it had three people saying, I'm this guy. And the right. celebrities had to guess which one is the guy, and two out of three were lying, and that's fairly the ratio. I mean, in real life, the ratio would be nine out of ten if it had to do with business or politics, <laughs> which is just down and dirty, absolutely the dirtiest game there is, possibly because it's a zero-sum, one-on-one game, uh, similar to it's boxing defined. or MMA. I think that's the draw of it. It's like kill or be killed, period. It's not a guy I up know. in a, you know, uh, shooting a machine gun and, like, uh, shooting down at the beaches of Normandy and just randomly killing 100 Americans as they come across the shore. This is one-on-one, face-to-face, nose-to-nose, toes-to-toes. You either make the sale or you don't. You either win the election or you don't. And that's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump is he is an absolute, absolute, absolute killer no matter what else people think, when it comes right down to it, it all comes down to the guy will do anything to win. I was going to say almost anything, but this guy will do anything to win. And in the last election, he was up against Hillary Clinton, and they're well known to do anything to win. So you had two people just doing that's the ultimate of, of American politics. And so you had all this backlash of people going, oh, two crummy candidates. They're both criminals. They're both dishonest. They're both liars. Like, dude, I'm so t- ever. I'm so tired of it of seeing people calling each other a liar or he's a liar, a liar. That's a meaningless statement. I'm sorry, dear listener, to break this to you. If you think somehow like a liar calling someone a liar is a bad thing in politics, but in politics, that's simply the definition of the game. At all times, all politicians have to be lying to somebody. That's the name of the game. You're, it, it, you, you're, we would just be wiped off the face of the earth if FDR came out and said, you know, tomorrow 
we're going to drop a new an atom bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That's the truth. Uh, you know, you ought to kill us first. Like, it's not happening. He's like, yeah, oh, ah, we don't know. I'm not sure. That's just the way it is. It's kill or be killed. And so when people say he's a liar, I, mean, ever, I, I don't know about you, but I only tried it once, and I was terrible. I tried to play this uh, five, uh, whatever they're called, uh, poker game where they deal out the cards. And, and the game of poker, I found out, is all about lying. I thought once in a while you bluff or something, and once I lost all my money, they just looked at me and said, dude, you have to lie. When you have a good hand, you have to make it look like you have a bad hand. You have a bad hand, you make it look like a good hand. You are lying at every card, at every second. Anytime anyone looks at you, you need to be lying. They call it the poker face. In other words, you never tell the truth. You never show what's really happening. Well, that's, that's politics times a zillion. So it's not a question of he's lying. It's a question of, is he lying for a nefarious purpose? Is he lying for an illegal purpose? Is he lying for a selfish purpose? This whole thing we're talking about, what came up in the news with this whole Trump and Ukraine, and he said this, but he didn't, and did he quid pro this and that, and did he promise that or extort this or whatever, and then is he lying about it? Is he telling the truth? Is the tr guy who took the transcript is lying? No, the other guy's lying. No, now the head of Ukraine is lying. Everyone's <laughs> lying. Well, of course they're lying. That's, lying. That's, but of course they are, so it's not about, oh, Obama lied when he said you can keep your doctor. He, he said, look, this is a piece of crap bill, this Obamacare. The only way to get this through is to lie. I'm going to lie for, for a better purpose in his mind so it's all of course you gotta lie at all times in this game of poker and i mean i know you're going to tell me a theory on this whole leaking of the conversation with the ukraine or whatever but whatever it was it's dirty 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 politics which the word you can just take out the word dirty and that goes right. for business and politics you can take out the word kill or be killed you can take out the word dirty that's just the way politics is and that's just the way business is. Yes, yes. So, so I want the listeners to, uh, to, to, to put their finger underneath their collar or their neckband on their shirt and pull it away a little bit and take a big gulp because what I'm about to say is going to make you feel extraordinarily uncomfortable. But you have got to be comfortable with being a wolf, with being a predator and going after the money. I don't mean going after now, now we want to have short-term and long-term business success, so we don't want to follow in the footsteps of um, con artists and con men uh, who are constantly um, uh, lying, outright lying. And when I say outright lying, I mean uh, not delivering on any of their promises. Well, that's what I mean. They're, they're lying for a nefarious purpose. That's exactly. different than lying to get Obamacare passed when you believe Obamacare is going to help people. Con that's artists so never believe that what they have is going to help people. They're just lying for selfish and or nefarious, whatever you want to call purposes. Right. So, so when, when you say to a, uh, uh, you know, when you use puffery in your marketing, when you're sitting in front of a, prospect and you say to the prospect, I promise you, you will be 100% satisfied with everything that we do, I, it, or we will absolutely make it right. We, we do not abide or bet by unhappy customers. We won't have it. We, all of our customers love us. And, well, if, if you've been in business for more than 15 minutes, not all of your customers love you. But you're, uh, so you're making an exaggeration. You're telling a lie, 
but you're doing that for a good purpose because you know you have a good product or a good service and you're uh and you're you're working to influence the person and the other person knows that you're using puffery puffery by the way is uh is when you make exaggerated claims in your marketing or in your sales process uh and the fact that they're exaggerated means that they are a lie we're the best thing in the universe right the best thing since sliced bread yeah just so people know i mean at least now my my parents can be proud that my law school is coming into a little use whatever saying is puffery is a legal term which means salespeople, marketing advertisers are able to bend the truth a little bit like ever just said you get a pizza box and what does it say on the top you've tried the rest now try the best so that's the best pizza this little yeah, local place that I paid world. about $10 for a pizza, and suddenly that's the best pizza in the world. And so that's puffery. It's legal. It's allowed. But it's exaggeration to a point. Puffery is not outright lying. That's called politics. Right, right. So, uh, But a lot of people feel very uncomfortable with that kind of thing, Steve. I know you've run into it with your clients. I've run into it with my clients. Well, I don't know if we can say this. Why not? Well, it, it says that, uh, you know, it says that, uh, uh, you know, that, that we're the best whatever, uh, uh, you know, the best whatever in the world. Well, uh, do you think you are? Yes. Well, the letter's coming from you, so you're allowed to express your opinion. Yeah, but I don't know. And, and people start getting all uncomfortable about this kind of stuff. And you, you better get comfortable with it. If you want to maximize the money that you're making, you better get comfortable with it. You better get comfortable with saying things that are, strictly speaking, not exactly true. For, as Steve uh, uh, points out, uh, 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 not for nefarious purposes, not to steal from somebody, but in order, to, uh, uh, in order to influence people to do business with you. Now then, of sure, course... Sure, Jay Abraham said it's our, your moral obligation. If you believe you have an excellent product or service, and dear listener, please don't listen to this podcast if you do not, provide an excellent product or service. If you're a con man, if you have a nefarious purpose, if you're selling stuff that isn't what you say it is and doesn't really help people, please don't listen, please don't implement anything we teach because then you're using it for bad purposes. But Jay Abraham famously said that if you have an excellent product or service, doesn't it make sense you have a moral obligation to market and sell, advertise the hell out of that so that it gets into somebody's hands so it can solve their problems, so it can help them instead of them going to a competitor who's inferior or do nothing at all and just sticking with the problem. Zig Ziglar said it nicely, and he said timid salespeople have skinny kids. Zig That's Ziglar, right. the down-home country boy, God-loving, God-fearing, at the top, nice country stories, was telling you straight outright, I am a killer when I am across the table from somebody nose-to-nose, toes-to-toes. What was his saying, Everett? What was the saying of... Uh... Well, I'll just tell it to people then. He said, look, I have their cookware in my trunk, and they got their, my money in their pocket. And I'm not leaving until we make the until transaction. Make trade. That's right. That's right. And that well, so this week, so what we're talking about with impressive. the lesson learned from Donald Trump is you see this week that somebody, some high-ranking government official, I love that one, high-ranking government official on the inside leaked some conversation Trump had with some foreign leader where he did something wrong, and now who would possibly have access to that? Only a few people, and nobody ever jumps to the conclusion of, well, I wouldn't say nobody, but 
almost never you hear anybody go, well, gee, one person that had access to that conversation was one of the two people in the conversation. (laughs) And so why wouldn't it be Trump himself who leaked it and said, I'm going to throw this out there. And like I always do, he always has the, the, his, his detractors, his anti-Trumpers, wrapped around his little finger, and he's always 52 steps ahead of them in a game of chess while they're playing checkers. And he says this will get them so deranged, so off the deep end, they'll leap to the conclusion, that's it, we've got to file for impeachment, Trump has done whatever, and what will really come out is my number one current opponent, Joe Biden, is the one who's actually guilty of this. And if that's what happened, that's a brilliant chess move of Donald Trump. Heck, I'm just, if anyone has played chess out there, chess is lying. You're showing a strong offense to the right so that you can attack to the left. You're showing a this so you can do that. And that's what Trump did, according to some people. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, as a matter of fact, where I saw that from was, uh, was Bill Mitchell, who is a uh, political pundit, but um, the idea that Trump would release uh, 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 an implication or an inference, he would have a whistleblower release an inference or an implication that he was withholding funds from the Ukrainian government until they were willing to investigate Joe Biden's son. Of course, as soon as that came out, the Democrats jumped on it with both feet. Well, and then... What happened is Bill Barr comes out and says that as a vice president, um, Joe Biden withheld funds from the Ukrainian government until they fired the prosecutor who was going after his son. So now, so, uh, uh, and then Trump releases the transcripts. And now what we have is we have a situation where the Democrats are screaming for impeachment over something that, that Joe Biden actually did and Trump did not do. You're, you're right. It's a brilliant move. Well, I don't know that I'm right because I disagree that that's what happened. In my opinion, no, no, that, that, I understand. I'm I mean saying the general concept. Of course I'm right because it's yeah. just the general concept. Of course it's right. It, but what I believe happened is Trump – would have loved to, Biden obviously has to now very soon be out of the race, he's done. And Trump, everyone knew he was done, but Trump therefore would have loved to run against this guy. He's Hillary 2.0. He's the next in line establishment, old, connected in Washington, D.C. forever candidate. I mean, Hillary was as close to president as you can get with Secretary of State, Except for Joe Biden, who's vice president. So it's like, oh, that's the next person in line kind of BS. And you had Obama, who knows every single crime he and his cronies committed over the eight years and and will not endorse Biden for a reason. Mm -hmm. Behind closed doors, again, not lying, but, uh, you know, to the public, but behind closed doors, he's like, look, Joe, in public, I'm just going to say, I don't think you should run. But in private, dude, you know about China, you know about Ukraine, and you probably know about 18 different crimes they committed. And he's like, these are going to come out, and you shouldn't run. And what I'm thinking is Trump would have loved to run against Biden. He would have loved to launch this out, leak this out, whatever you're talking about, a year from now, so it's a month before the election, and just destroy Biden as if he wouldn't have already destroyed him in the debates and the campaign trail and whatever. And somebody from the AOC side of the party said, we got to get a radical, ridiculous, liberal, far-left, wacko candidate out there. We can't have this establishment-centrist, at least he has some normal policies. We have to get rid of that. 
let's get rid of Biden by leaking this thing out about Trump saying some bogus thing and we'll get Biden out of there. Either way, somebody leaked this thing, which of course can only be a very few people in the world. So somebody very high up leaked this thing, not in order, as the pub, but some, I, I'm sure there's still some people in the public think it was leaked in order to somehow discredit Trump, but as it shows in the end, just like in chess or checkers or monopoly or business or sports or anything else we just talked about, it's a misdirection or magic tricks or anything. Oh, the magician was lying. Like, of course. What? <laughs> no, he was, uh, he's going to get up and go, what I'm going to do now is have this woman duck down into the bottom of the thing. I'm going to take a fake saw and, sort of, and then she's not really in half. Okay, ready? Here, here it comes. It's called a trick. Politics is called dirty tricks. I mean, they used to call Dick Nixon tricky dick or what they call slick willy for, for Bill Clinton. Like, of course, they're all liars. They're all slick. Whoever leaked this thing, someone leaked it. Some game is being played. Some trick was being played. It was not actually what it seemed to be, and it was something else. And whether you think that Trump did it to get out Biden or somebody in the far left wing, which is like 15 times the opponents of Joe Biden did it to get Joe Biden out, so clear the way for some radical to get in there. Whichever way, it was just another game being played, which is what politics is. And dear listener, Everett and I might disagree there whether Trump leaked it or an anti-Trumper leaked it, but we agree on one thing, and the main thing and the lesson learned this week is politics is a big boy or a big girl game. It is not for the faint of heart. If it is, why do you think 90% of businesses go out of business? Why do you think the, uh, the, the American government study of self-employed showed the average income is like $50,000 a year? So a business owner puts up, and that's probably, put, it's, uh, likely, that's you, dear listener. Maybe that's why you're listening to this, to get out of that. Well, besides all the strategies and tactics we always talk about, we're talking here about a mindset, and that's a killer mindset. Otherwise, you're going to be one of the ones who puts in all the time, all the effort, all the thought, all the risk, all the money, all the work to basically have a life of subsistence and get by and make no money and not be rich and not be powerful and not be wealthy. And that's because you're not playing the game the way it's got to be played. Again, we're not talking about lying for nefarious or illegal or selfish reasons like a con artist. We're talking about playing the game, misdirection. Yeah, Think of yourself you every do. day like a magician when you place an ad or you write a sales letter or you put up a website or you make a speech or you're talking one-on-one -on -one to a customer or to a prospect that it's like a magic act. You are not going to say everything exactly step by step that's exactly perfectly. You're just you're going to fall by the wayside and end up going back to work for somebody else or just being broke your whole life and self-employed. Can, can you see it, Steve? Uh, uh, a salesman sitting at the table across the kitchen table talking to the customer. All of our customers love us. Well, all of our customers except for Mr. Smith, who was upset because um, we, you know, we messed up his roses, and and Miss Thompson was uh, was upset because the color uh, of the uh, the color of the roof that we put on. Well, they made a movie a about that. Uh, they made a movie with Jim and, Carrey and where he he something happened and he had to tell the truth. Liar, liar, he, yeah. Liar, liar. So he he had to tell the truth no matter what about everything, and of course it that's called a comedy, dear listener. So right, how right. much more ridiculous? 
if you had a politician, it could, he was a salesman or he was a business person, but he mm-hmm. could have been a politician. It's the same thing. It's it's it, and they they actually well Hollywood hates Trump, but it would be a great comedy to make a comedy of a politician and call it Liar Liar Two. It's the sequel. Now the guy's a politician, <laughs> and if he had to go around telling the truth about everything, he'd lose every election he ever entered. So I'm just so tired of this. Uh, oh, he's a liar. Oh, he lied. As if somehow that's the be all end all. No, no, that's the start. That means they're a, that right. means that's the definition. That means, that means they're the ante to get in the game. Speaking of poker, you have to lie. That's the ante. To, that's the game. Now let's see who can lie in which situation. Who can lie and make it look like they're telling the truth? Who can make it make it look like they're lying but they're not lying? Who can make the other guy look like he's lying? It's all a big game. Well, so is business. That's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump, dear listener. It's not a milk toast game for the faint of heart. Everett, you, you mentioned it before, and we'll close with this. I mean, how many times have you had clients where you write the killer copy, you put down the words on paper that will sell millions of dollars worth of their stuff, and they wimp out and say, oh, ah, I just don't know if we can say that. Oh, I Has that ever happened? That. Oh, has it ever happened? I had a... Uh... I had a, a, a window. I, I had a window. What uh, day is it? <laughs> if it's the like first thing days. in the morning, you know, it hasn't happened yet, but it'll happen it five times yet, today. But I haven't talked to a client yet. Uh, I, had a window company. I had a window company here in, in Florida um, who hired me to do, uh, do an ad for them. This was years ago. And uh, uh, I was just starting off in the freelance world. I wouldn't do this today. It would have to be a whole campaign. It would be much more expensive. But I wrote an ad for them. I, I get the ad, um, and they look at it. And, and one of the things I said was that um, if the windows failed, right, we put in hurricane windows. Now, keep in mind, hurricane windows are ridiculously expensive. I mean, we're talking about, you know, thousands of dollars per window. So – Hurricane Just like windows. they have in the Bahamas, right? Hurricane windows. No, not if right. That was breaks. a that was a slight joke about the ridiculous. You know, <laughs> everything in Florida is Cat Five. It's Cat Five. You got a roof that will not come off, windows that will right. not shut. But then all over the Caribbean, we have to pour in all of our tax dollars because they're just going to rebuild tin shacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I digress. So, so here's the. Uh, uh, so I put in there. I put in the ad. That uh, that we guaranteed that the windows would not uh, would not be damaged dur- even during a hurricane. If they were damaged, you know, and I forget the exact specs of the windows, but if they were damaged based on this and this and this, then we would cover their deductible for replacing them. We can't right? do that. What a risk that could cost us oh millions. God. I'm not going to do that. What uh. happens if What happens if we put those condominiums in the you know, in some of those beach condominiums, the deductibles are $5,000 for the deductible. And, you know, of course, I, I mean, I'm looking at the guy like, are you out of your fucking mind? First of all, there's about a million different weasel clauses. Second, if you get another job and you've got to give somebody a $7,000 discount, but you get to replace all their windows in their fucking house, right? Uh, I, I mean, there's a million different ways to approach now, dear listener, ever just throw out a term you might not be familiar with, a weasel clause means just that. It's a clause, you see it often with an asterisk or in tiny, tiny type, that goes after a guarantee where you weasel out of the guarantee, which is a form of lying. Lying. (laughs) 
So yes, they. Uh, uh, How many corporations? If I looked at the Fortune 500, I, in fact, you know this happens with the big tech companies. How many people went onto Facebook? You don't remember when you started up on Facebook and you clicked on agree to like a 42,000 words and paragraphs of terms and conditions, and you just clicked agree and you found out later they have stolen and they own every photo, every post, everything known to mankind. They can sell your information. They can sell your soul. They can kick you off. They can not show your stuff to somebody. They can do anything they want, and you agreed. Well, that means they were lying. They didn't say it in big type straight out. We own all your stuff. They put it in very small type in paragraph 32. So that's what we're talking about, folks. It's a killer game out there. Don't play the game if you're not willing to play the game. Steve, where, where can I get the advanced tip? Because I got news for you. As strong as this tip is, the advanced tip this week we put together is is uh, I mean it's catching lightning in the box. Oh, we have we have not even gotten started. We're scratching the surface this week, folks. Sure, it's a great tip, the basic tip, but as always, you must go to lessonslearnedfromdonaldtrump.com and get the advanced tip of the week. It blows this one away, and I'm only lying a little bit, which is known as puffery, and that's fine. It is. It is the greatest ever. Is this not the greatest advanced tip of any advanced tip ever given by anybody on any podcast or in any publication ever? It is, without a doubt, <laughs> the greatest single secret to business yeah. success that has ever been released since the beginning of time in the entire universe. <laughs> Until since next the week. Bang, bang, boom. Nobody has ever had a better secret, ever. Dear listener, lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com. Go get the advanced tip. We'll see you back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. All right, that was too much fun. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. I am so tired of people calling someone a liar in politics. Oh, he lied when he said that. I mean, some of these websites have it. They're like, oh, he gets four Pinocchios. He gets two Pinocchios. He gets three. Right. It's not a question of did he get a Pinocchio. It's how many. Right. Exactly. You know, oh, three Pinocchios. That's not as bad as when Obama got four Pinocchios. Right. It's, uh, oh, but Obama's such a nice guy. So, you know, if you say to an Obama yeah. supporter that he lied about something, they go crazy. Oh, no, he never had a personal scandal. He, he didn't cheat on his wife and kids, and he's the greatest, and he's such a nice guy. Like, holy crap. Do you understand he's the president of the United States? There's only one way to get there. And, you, you must know, be Joe, an unbelievable crook. Joe Biden even said it, too. He's articulate. I guess so, that? yeah, as opposed to Trump, who just straight out lies. No, Obama, I was making a joke about. Joe well, Biden's but I'm just saying that's what he was saying uh, that o- Obama is a very slick operator. The uh, yeah, he 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 really. Um, he has soaring oratory. They say. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say. I mean, as maybe as good as Clinton, and you know, Bill, not Hillary. Um, no, Hillary's terrible. See, that's the politician. thing. They, it's not about like, well, I don't get it because they have the same name. They were in the same places. They did all the same. Yes, but he is an incredibly slick, lying criminal operator, and she just was a bumbling liar. She just wasn't good at exactly. it. 
Exactly. All good. Exactly. And, and yeah, we could have maybe that's the event we could have talked about that because you've seen sales copy which is really bad at lying, and then there's sales copy that is great at lying. Right. Right. That that that. And we kind of did it as a joke at the end there. Like if you're going to say mm-hmm. this product is the single greatest product ever invented in the history of mankind since the dawn of time that will completely solve every single problem you've ever had in your entire life for you know that's not that's that's not a that's not a uh, that's not good lying there that's too obvious right. it's too much no you yeah. got to say something different like you know we guarantee oh i i love the performance guarantee we guarantee dan kennedy would use this one above i guarantee from attending this event you put at least an extra six figures in your pocket all you have to do after one year is send me proof that you implemented just two ideas from this entire weekend, and you didn't put a hundred grand in your bank, and I'll refund your money. Right? Yeah, sure. Who's doing that? Come on. Who's going to ask for the money back on that one? Ah. <laughs> That's what an artful weasel clause that is. Yeah. So, all right. My all right, friend. my friend. I need to let you go. Very I'll, good. Uh, if I don't talk to you before, I will talk to you uh, next Friday. Awesome. Or, or Sunday. <laughs> talk to you later. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.